NRL season preview time. Loz and the Rabbitohs. Where did they finish? Ninth with a 12-12 and record last season. A few ins and outs that I'll leave to you in terms of mm. selection and roster this year. But some big talking points. They always attract plenty of headlines. And let's not forget an off-season ruse in regards to the ownership. A, a rumour that went wild uh, that it turns out meant absolutely nothing. What are they doing this year? Well, they're one of the most uh, supported clubs in the and best supported clubs in the competition. So there's always high expectation on the Rabbitohs. But they were one of the big disappointments of last year. I think they led the comp after round 12. Uh, they had plenty of injuries, which they had to deal with, and most notably towards uh, most notably uh, Latrell towards the back end of the year. And the other guy I thought they, they missed was Tavita Totola. Because I always thought that they may have been one middle short, one big body. And with him missing, I think they were exposed there a little bit. Uh, and they also had disruptions with staff because it seemed like the coaching staff weren't all on the same page so there was leaks coming out of South Sydney and when you're getting leaks coming out of your club it's not good for your football team because the focus is more about what's happening off the field than what is happening on the field but when I look at South this year I think Sean Kepi he's an underrated player but I think he will fit into this South Sydney system very well. He provides them aggression in defence. He's a big body. Uh, He'll tighten up the middle. Uh, He'll do his work in attack uh, and it adds to their depth. And I think if they can keep him on the field, Totola on the field, you've got Tom Burgess, you've got uh, Havili, and then you've got some of these young guys like uh, Talis Duncan, who, who I think is someone that may have a big year. I think they've got a bit more depth in their team. Uh, Cam Murray, you talk about wonderful players. He's on the verge of being a, a, well, he is a superstar already, I think, Cam, but, you know, his work rate, footwork, uh, provides quick play the balls for South Sydney. He's just got everything you look for in a leader, but everything you look for in a 13. And he's a guy that never lets his team down, and he's the teammate you always want to play with. Um, So I think he's developing all the time. You know, the back rowers, Kaloa Matangi and, and Jai Arrow, um, different styles of players, but also very good in their own right. Kaloa Matangi played Origin last year and handled the big stage really well. So I think they, well, they definitely improve. Uh, their back line will be as good as anyone when they're fully fit. You know, if if they go with a, a lineup of, what, Mitchell, Johnson, Whiten, um, Campbell Graham, hopefully he's not out for six months of the season, but hopefully comes back earlier. Uh, Tyrone Munro, uh, Cody Walker and Lachlan Ilias, that's as good a back line as you'll have in any competition. I thought last year young Lachlan Ilias was unfairly targeted and treated at times. Yes, there's a lot of pressure on young halves coming into the system, but I think they also need time to develop. And I think over time, and I think this year, with another season under his belt, um, I think he'll have a big year, and he was unfairly compared to Adam Reynolds last year, but I think he's a really good player. I think he'll be more than uh, capable of leading the South Sydney team this year. Um, I think he's got a good kicking game. He's solid in defence. He takes a line on when he needs to uh, and helps take away a bit of pressure off Mitchell and Cody Walker. So all in all, I, I look at the South Sydney team, 12-12, and 12, not good enough for them. They should be winning you know, 12 to 16 games this year. Well, actually more than 12. They should be winning 
you know, 14 to 16 games. They should be squarely uh, looking at or firmly looking at finishing in the top four with that roster. I see them playing good football. I think Kepi and Whiten have been big pickups for them. They haven't lost too many players. They're a settled team. Jason Demetrio has had a couple of years there now. Um, and this is a, a year for them to show us what they've really got. How much pressure's on Jason, in your opinion? Uh, well, I think they've just recently re-signed him. And we know that contracts can be torn up at any stage. But I think given where they're coming from last year, there's got to be a bit of pressure on. But I think no doubt he can coach. He took them to what, with one game of a grand final the previous year. Um, They were leading the comp after 12 rounds last year. So he's obviously got ability and they all respect him. Um, But if you're running last, or in the bottom four after round twelve or thirteen, you're under under the pump. And if you don't play finals football, the expectation would, for South would be to finish in the top eight. Yes, you would be under pressure. But I, I think, well, you'd like to think that South Sydney, with a good off season behind them, with all the disruptions they had, and with all the drama coming out of their camp last year, then they would have bunkered down. They would have worked out their issues, and they're all on the same page. And if they're all on the same page, they have an injury free run. Um, and don't lose too many key players, I, I think they're in for a really good year. How do they limit the noise at South? Win. It's pretty simple. Yeah. Like, in all sport, in all sport, you always talk about a culture. And I've been a part of footy teams where your culture, so to speak, um, is all about what you do on the field. And you could be having blokes... Out on the drink, you can have blokes fighting at training, you can have blokes turning up late, but if you're winning, you know what? People overlook that. It's not to say that's a good culture either, by the way, but it just takes the focus off your team. People don't tend to look into why a team is winning. They tend to look into why a team is losing. And then if you've got that bad culture, then you get exposed for that. And I think we've all been a part of it where, you know, yes, you want to make sure that everyone's on the same page and doing the right thing. But in footy clubs, when you're dealing with 40 young blokes, 50 young blokes, you're always going to have issues along the way. You're never going to have a a season where you don't have any hiccups. But some hiccups uh, are kept private. And for some reason, some clubs just tend to leak a lot more. It wouldn't be a footy club in AFL, rugby league, rugby union, that go through a year without an incident. But some clubs are very good at keeping it in-house. Some leak like a sieve. Yes. Who leaks, who's the leakiest sieve in rugby league? Wes? Oh, well, their track record the last couple of years. And again, it's because you're losing. Yeah. You know, when you lose, everything comes out in the wash. 